Good morning for Monday, January 11th, 2016. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. A quieter push for control of U.S. lands. We get the latest from Denver. Starving Syrians go without aid as powers feud. We hear that story from Beirut. And evangelicals in Iowa flock to Ted Cruz's call. In today's national headlines, law on ultrasounds reignites the abortion debate, murder trial for police van driver in Freddie Gray case, and spillway opened to cut the flow of the Mississippi River. In today's business headlines, brain drain shows level of faith lost at Yahoo. VW starts down the road of winning back Americans, and in a reverse play, Super Bowl ads go for laughs. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Paul Krugman. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written by Jack Healy and Kirk Johnson from Denver. A quieter push for control of U.S. lands. Ken Ivory, a Republican state representative from Utah, has been roaming the West with an alluring pitch to cattle ranchers, farmers, and conservatives upset with how Washington controls the wide-open public spaces out here. This land is your land, he says, and not the federal government's. Ivory, a business lawyer from suburban Salt Lake City, does not fit the profile of a sun-scoured sagebrush rebel, but he is part of a growing Republican-led movement pushing the federal government to hand over to the states millions of acres of western public lands, as well as their rich stores of coal, timber, and grazing grass. It's like having your hands on the lever of a modern-day Louisiana purchase, said Ivory, who founded the American Lands Council. The Utah-based group is funded mostly by donations from county governments, but has received support from Americans for Prosperity, the group backed by the billionaire Koch brothers. The idea is one that resonates with the armed group of ranchers and anti-government activists who seized control of a wildlife refuge in Oregon more than a week ago. Ammon Bundy, the crew's leader and the scion of a Nevada ranching family steeped in disputes with the federal government, said he and his sympathizers had gone to Oregon to give the refuge back to local ranchers. Many conservatives, Ivory among them, criticized Bundy's gun-toting tactics, but their grievances and goals are nearly identical. And the outcry has grown amid rural anger at President Obama's efforts to tighten regulations on fracking, air quality, small streams, and other environmental issues that put struggling western counties at odds with conservation advocates. In the past few years, lawmakers across the West have offered up dozens of bills and resolutions seeking to take over the federal lands inside their borders or to study how to do so. Some of the legislation has been aimed at Congress to urge it to radically revise the laws that have shaped 550,000 square miles of national forests and terrain run by the Federal Bureau of Land Management, stretching from the Great Plains to the Pacific. The effort, derided by critics as a pipe dream that would put priceless landscapes on the auction block, has achieved little so far. Utah's the only state to pass a law demanding that Washington hand over federal land to the state. That never happened. 
Last week, Representative Greg Walden, the Republican who represents the Oregon district where the Bundy takeover is playing out, stood up in Congress to deplore the tactics of the protesters, but sympathized with their frustration. More than half of my district is under federal management, or lack thereof, Walden said. They've come out with these proposals to close roads into the forests. They have ignored public input.